Hey friends, welcome to the Way is Wild podcast. We are your hosts, Blake and Joy Ligon. Each week, our goal is to equip and inspire each other to follow the wild way of Jesus. So join us as we discover together how we can follow Jesus into the wild. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here sitting with my beautiful, lovely, wonderful wife, Joy. And I have a question for you, babe. Go for it. Ask away. So how, how would you describe our life in all of its complexities and details and commitments? How would you describe our life right now? Um, <laughs> okay, easier question. Be- how healthy would you describe our marriage right now? <laughs> No, don't answer that. <laughs> I don't even understand. Okay, our life is busy, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's fun. There, our kids are in a fun season, but yeah, it's but it's really busy. Like we have a lot of um, a lot of things happening, a lot of plates spinning. Yeah, I think I feel like sometimes. Uh, back in the day, I used to wear rollerblades, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I was a rollerblader. It was cool thing because okay. this was be- <laughs> before me. None of this is planned, by the way. We are going somewhere though, but it was because Mighty Ducks. When Mighty Ducks came out, like they, it was the second one, Mighty Ducks two. People listening and be like, "Oh yeah, we had rollerblades," and the motivation for those rollerblades was Mighty Ducks two. Did you quack, quack, quack? <laughs> Did you do that when you rolled around? I don't even. I don't even want to like. Isn't that what entertain they would do? that yes they would they would they would yes they would they would quack but anyway i was rollerblading but the reason i talked about that was because i feel like every now and then i would get on a hill uh on rollerblades and mm-hmm. that was always a tricky situation no. so there was momentum but oftentimes it was kind of uh <laughs> it's kind of crazy and all over the place so anyway that was that was you know i'm a preacher teacher communicator and so i always think in illustrations which you actually really love about me i feel like but i don't even understand what you're just referring so you feel like illustrate this a little bit better for me you feel <laughs> <like>. <laughs> i feel like our life oftentimes is we're we got the rollerblades on we 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 are headed in one direction and we get on a hill and we start going backwards okay <laughs> we're okay. sliding backwards and we don't know where we're going and how we're going to stop or anything else yeah that's would that be accurate I mean, yes. Mm. Yes. And in the middle of that, as... <laughs> don't even know what's happening uh, it's right now. It's too much, too much. But in the middle of that, there's also, on top of just keeping children alive and sports and school and church and lawn care and everything. Lawn care? Yes. You're a yard guy. I'm not a yard guy at all. But you know, on top of but all those things... he did the yard. He did our landscaping and he has declared he is a yard man. He went around for a good solid week saying, I'm a yard man now. I mean, it wasn't just, I'm a yard man. It was, I'm a yard man. So anyway, uh, I am a yard man. I don't. I still don't love it. Uh, I don't love it. I, yeah. I'm hoping in heaven we don't have yards. My mom and I were pulling weeds yesterday. <laughs> I saw that when I pulled in a while ago. I was like, some little, some little gnome, we're, some little we're, yard little, troll. My yard man kind of failed on that. Mm, okay. So anyway... 
It's okay. It is. Our life is crazy. And on top of all of those things, we're also commissioned, called to disciple our children, to yes. become followers of Jesus. Yes. Like there's a piece of our life that is Christian education and discipleship, and it's both proactive and reactive, which is a big reason why we started the Way as Wild podcast anyway. And so, and if you're listening, you're probably a, uh, a lot like us, um, probably less rollerblade illustrations and yard gnomes, but you're, it's crazy. you got all kinds of stuff going on with work, with, with school, with life, with sports, with all these things. And yet you feel this passion or maybe a need or conviction to also raise your children up to, to be godly people. Do you feel that pressure sometimes, Joy? Like, like, is it a pressure? Is it an excitement? Is it a commitment? No, is, what is I it? like the word that you said, conviction. That hit because we know we're supposed to disciple our children. But I think a lot of times, you know, you get kind of busy in the day-to-day life. And um, so there is a conviction there for me that I don't, I don't know if I feel like pressure. I want to do it. Um, I think we have set up certain days that we we do the foundations book once a night and um but then we also do with our kids like different things throughout the morning drive to school or during the night before they go to bed but then like we have one night a week where we do some things but i think it's just you have to set up that time you have to set up that night maybe or whatever and i think it's just sometimes hard when life gets busy Yes, which is all the time. Like you yes. never, there's never a time where you're near like, man, my life is pretty easy and calm, yeah. and there's no major issues or concerns yeah, or problems. I think, yeah, but I think the conviction's the right word for. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Um, well, what we're excited about is that our guests today uh, not only are dear friends of ours, but they found themselves in the same season that we just described yeah. uh, and have one more kid than we do. So they've got four, yeah. and you're going to hear more about their family here in just a little bit. But in the middle of that craziness, chaos, conviction, whatever you want to call it or whatever we're going to call it, um, God birthed a calling in their life to launch a ministry that is both proactive in discipling our kids and also a lot of fun. And we've been a part of kind of a beta group that they launched and and, uh, got to be uh, a part of Help cra- helping to craft that, and that was a lot of fun. I kind of got a little tongue-tied there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to be with our, our friends, Nate and Bailey Eller, today. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to listen to this, um, and hopefully this will help you guys, and you could consider um, starting this in your family, too, and you can unfold your family. Mm. Have I said the name yet? I don't know. I think I just did. For but the that, that is that is the name. That Unfold the family. So let's get into this, Blake. Let's see how um, maybe this will hit your, um, you know, your desire to disciple your family, your conviction, your encouragement, your whatever it hits. We pray that this, uh, <laughs> whatever it hits, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Word. We, we hope that this encourages you in your family discipleship plan. We hope that it inspires and equips you to follow the wild way of Jesus. Come on. So without further ado, here's the Ellers. Let's go. Nate and Bailey Eller. 
How are y'all doing? What's up, guys? We're good. Doing good. Happy to be here. We have some of our greatest friends on the podcast today, and we are so pumped to have y'all. I want y'all to share with the world what you've been up to these days. Well, we have four kids, all young kids. Um, Two are in school, school age, and then two that are home with me. And so it's busy. We got a lot going on, I feel like, right now. So. Yeah, we've been in the process of kind of everything right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the home front, traveling, adventuring, uh, in the middle of uh, looking for houses. And then uh, most recently, we have launched uh, Unfold the Family, which is uh, we're very passionate about right now. Yeah, so a lot. No kidding. I do. I, I want us to unpack Unfold the Family, but before we do... You guys did. You said adventure, and you guys did take an epic family vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us the run, just the, the the highlights of that trip. What was the rundown of y'all's family vacation? Because to be honest with you, I had mm-hmm. a little bit of fun about it. Yeah, so we were jacked about it, and honestly, it's very risky because uh, our kiddos are young, but we wanted to do this like two and a half week trip. Uh, out west to to Wyoming and Colorado. Uh, so yeah, we went to the uh, frontier days in Wyoming and then just traveled. We road tripped the whole thing over 3,300 mm-hmm. miles uh, in the vehicle with, with four yeah. young kids and went to Colorado and saw a lot of things. They hiked. We got to just see some beautiful mountains mm-hmm. and um and visit and family Nate's visit grandma family, lives in yeah. wyoming so we got to stay with her for a couple of days which was really fun and the kids enjoyed that a lot i was really impressed by y'all i was too <laughs> I, I was like when you uh so nate and i meet almost every wednesday morning uh very early and we pray and we talk and we hang out and it's a really really special time but in the process of you getting ready for that trip like every time we would meet the trip would get a little bit longer mm-hmm. and, we're <laughs> and we're gonna be gone for six days now we're gonna be gone for 10 days now we're gonna be gone for a month we just won't see you guys and so uh no but it was awesome and i remember thinking like man they are so brave they're wild baby they are it was Uh, it was super fun it was i mean they were obviously it was like kind of stressful at times you know because we're young kids but it was super fun they loved it too like overall like we didn't it wasn't i mean it wasn't super stressful or anything overall they crushed it so they impressed us everybody told us we were crazy which we knew a long time ago (laughs) yeah but uh yeah it was it was a blast so i love it that's one of those trips 3300 miles like that's one of those trips that like you get an oil change before you go and then you get an oil change and a a flat tire on the way so it's like we we hit all the things you know the way is wild the van the van's been um good for us so the van did really good. Yeah, <laughs> we recently got awesome. a van, and it's been awesome. So. That's awesome. Yep. So going back to Unfold the Family, I want you guys to share with us the mission, and then we're going to get into the story. What is Unfold the Family? Yeah, so our mission at Unfold the Family is to equip parents with fun and creative weekly experiences that are aimed at discipling their children. Come on. That's it. That's yeah. why we exist. That's what we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And y'all do it. Because we are a part of the Unfold the Family family. Yes. <laughs> Unfold the Family Community. family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it, it works. We have fun at our house. So tell us more about it. What, what's all involved when you say that? That's your mission. But what does it look like for families who sign up for that? Yeah, so it's really unique um, in the fact that what we've created essentially is these fun activities that we want families to do together 
to create kind of a, a family culture of fun, uh, but also there to be this spiritual depth uh, to that fun. So each activity at the end of it, there's just a short 10 minutes or, or so of just some uh, really strong questions that get to our, our children's hearts, mm-hmm. uh, but it also points them back to God. And what it does is it parallels the activity that we do to a deep biblical truth. Mm-hmm. And so we found that our kids seem to remember things better that way. Like oh, when yeah. you connect the activity to the gospel truths, like it's like, oh, it's like an experience with it. And so it helps them kind of make those connections a little bit better. Any educator you've ever, I've been around when you've told this part of your story and just like your um, knowledge of how children learn. I feel like every educator is like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think another big thing for me is just for like families and kids to know that God is fun, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because they're doing these fun things. And it's like, yeah, following God, there are going to be hard times, but it's so much fun. And it's Mm -hmm. like an adventure to follow God, you Mm -hmm. know. And so I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that people like get that through it as well. And kids see that. Yeah. So lay out specifically like if someone was like, okay, I need to look into this more. Like, what does this look like? Because they want to disciple their kids at home. Mm. What would a night of unfold the family activity look like if you think of a lesson or an activity like what would you like specifically what would that look like for someone's not yeah great so so we really uh kind of our almost our um token activity if you will the first one that we ever did that we feel like the lord just laid on our heart this the the whole process has been neat because it's all god like Mm. bailey and i haven't we didn't just think really hard about like oh how can we correlate you know these fun activities to gospel truths the lord just really don't say this lightly but like just gave them to us (laughs) but the first one um was just playing hide and hide and seek so we were playing hide and seek. All all kids love that. Even parents love it. We get into it, you know. But after we played hide and seek for a while, we did it a bit strategically. Every round, we would kind of wait a little bit longer to find the kids. And then uh, after we finished playing, you know, 30 minutes or so, whatever it was, uh, we asked them to come and sit down, and we were going to just ask them a few questions. And we began to ask them, you know, hey, hide and seek's fun, right? But would you want to be in your hiding place forever? It's like, Mm. no, not at all. (laughs) You know? Uh, And then just asking like, were you glad that we were looking for you? It's like, yeah, of course we were glad you were looking for us. If we weren't looking for you and you're in your hiding place, like how would that feel? Like if you were lost, you know, it's like dark and lonely and afraid. And then we just tied in this beautiful truth that like when we're in our sin, because it separates us from God, we it feels dark, it feels lonely, and we can be afraid. But the beautiful thing is that the gospel is this, that Jesus is pursuing you even in your darkness, even when you're in your sin, he's pursuing you because he wants an intimate relationship with you because he knows everyone wants to be found. In the deepest heart of every human being, we all want to be found. And that's what kind of coined the everyone wants to be found, which is our first activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll say like logistically, like um, when you sign up, so it's activities like that. Um, when you sign up for or subscribe, you get one email a week that has the activity um, and it has the, the theme verse and then the goal and then how to do the activity and then the questions to unfold your child's heart. 
So there's not a whole lot of planning that really has to go into it. Um, there are a few that you will need, like a few supplies. But one of my biggest things was as a busy mom, like mm-hmm. I was telling him when we started kind of coming up with the content, like we can't be having things that require a lot of stuff because like I'm not going to be as, you know, excited about doing something if I have to go to Walmart every week and buy $15 worth of stuff, you know. Right. So that's one thing that I think is great about it is there are, you know, a few things here and there. But overall, um, it's pretty easy to just read the email at the beginning of the week because they go out on Sundays, read the email and then already kind of just know, okay, this is what we've got for this week. Um, and then honestly, you don't even have to read it before sometimes, you know, and, um, it's pretty just self-explanatory just walks you through what to say, the questions to ask, how to do each activity. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've kind of done the creative work for you and it's just kind of, all right, here you go. Now you take it. And which we do say though, like the parents play a huge role in how you, um, how you do the activities with your kids because how excited you are yes. and mm-hmm. like the energy and the excitement you put into it is going to be how your kids respond to it as well. hundred yeah. percent. We've done multiple unfold the family activities already. And yeah, you're exactly right. Like there've been quite a few times, actually probably the majority of times we've just like, Hey, read the email real quick, like in between dinner and cleaning up, mm-hmm. we'll read through it real quick. And it's like, okay, I got this. And then we dive in. So yeah, it is super easy because you know, the idea of having to go and get all these supplies, it like it immediately conjures in my mind like this is gonna be a Pinterest fail. Mm-hmm. Like just like yes. this is just like <laughs> yeah. hard, I've had like, enough of those. Yes, I feel yes, like so. I am a walking Pinterest fail. <laughs> like I don't even have Pinterest because I know my limits. Like I'm just not I'm not gonna do it if it's gonna be too much. And so that's why I love these activities mm-hmm. because I don't fail. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I we love it. And we did. And the even first if you one, do, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. And, and the first one we did was was the hide and seek one, and it was um, probably one of the deepest gospel conversations we had with one of our kids when we did it. And yeah. um, so we Amen. immediately saw uh, the fruit of the labor of God in both of you uh, through unfold the family. So it was really, mm. it was pretty powerful. Um, Take us back now to like the journey of getting there, because I think that story uh, is mm-hmm. pretty fascinating of like this place y'all got to of almost not desperation, but kind of like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. How are we discipling our kids? And then into God, God kind of uh, desperation led to inspiration and the Lord kind of just like led you guys through that. So, so take us back and, and walk us through that journey of you guys, of God unfolding this yeah. calling to launch Unfold the Family. See what I did there? Like, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> you got it. You're, you're on to it, yeah. So, so awesome. yeah, so we, uh, we, I guess it's been two or three years ago now, uh, our oldest daughter was uh, starting kindergarten, or maybe she had been, you know, in, in school a, a bit. But what we began to see in here is all of these stories that I feel like as uh Christian parents, you know, we're trying to follow Jesus well, trying to navigate, like, how do we raise our our kids to follow Jesus well, mm-hmm. to love him and, and invite others into his love? And we be, quickly became a bit overwhelmed, if mm-hmm. I'm honest, with, um, with the realities that are kind of looming out there in our mm-hmm. culture. Uh, one of them primarily being the, this reality that a lot of a lot of kids as they grow up into their teenage years, they're disconnecting from their family mm-hmm. unit or emotionally, you know, at a minimum disconnecting from the parents. And you hear it all the time that, you know, they're connecting to their peers. 
they no longer want to talk to, uh, you know, their parents as the primary kind of resource for wisdom. And it's crazy because since we've even launched this, I've, I've heard more and more stories of that, which is just, it, it's sad. Mm-hmm. So that, that was kind of one of the big challenges is this mm-hmm. fight for the family unit. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, we don't, think that that's necessarily just the culture, you know, on the family or just the parents. We think it's, you know, it's a little bit of both. We Mm -hmm. have a job to do, but culture's obviously not in our favor. So, (laughs) uh, so that was one of the the concerns that we felt like we were faced with. The other one was just the obvious, like cultural, uh, you know, formation that's trying to, you know, culture's Mm -hmm. trying to train our children Mm -hmm. in a way that we didn't experience when we were young. And if we are not investing in our kids Mm -hmm. then like culture is going to be doing the training for us uh and there's just the statistics out there that we read i believe it was 84 percent of practicing christian parents are concerned about their child's spiritual development which is just like mind-blowing but bailey and i feel that like we've experienced that and then also the reality that i think it's almost two-thirds 64 percent of kids barna statistics say um between 18 and 29 will leave the church. Mm. So you've got this fight for the family and the fight for our children's hearts spiritually. Those were the two like big concerns that we just felt the weight of. And, um, and they were a bit scary, honestly, but we were like, okay, we've got two, two different ways we can go. One is we can just like live in fear, you know, or the other is by the grace of God and the power of God and the spirit of God in us. Like we can do everything that we can to, push back the darkness, mm-hmm. train our kiddos, love them well, and do what we know how to mm-hmm. with the help of God and friends like y'all, you know, mm-hmm. we're on this journey together, uh, but to disciple our kids so that they can be launched into the world. And I love that about what you guys are doing is y- your reaction to those two things, which I think a lot of parents feel, but your reaction to that was not, okay, let's just board up the walls, let's bring them inside, let's just shield them from everything. Mm-hmm. Your reaction was... Let's fight back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's 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 mm-hmm. be the let's primary. Yeah. Yes. Let's empower people and let's be the primary disciple makers in their life. I've heard someone say, you know, your kids are being discipled. It's just a matter of who's mm-hmm. going to disciple. Them. They're right. going to be discipled. Yeah. And so I love that about you guys. You know that you guys took that risk uh, and 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 instead of again protecting. You mm-hmm. found a purpose in the midst of that. So, sorry, mm-hmm. but keep going through the story because you're, you're there, but it gets yeah. a whole lot better. No, yeah, that's that's exactly right. So we did. We decided, like, in our house, you know, we may not know what we're doing, but we're going to lean into the Lord and do our best to pursue Jesus and lead our kids to do that. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to specifically address those two things, mm-hmm. the fight for the family and then the fight for our children's spiritual development. Mm-hmm. So that's when we started to just block out one night a week where mm-hmm. we were just going to have fun as a family. There was no agenda. We just wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. And heard that, that. Yeah. That, <laughs> was, like that. that was here for that. Yeah. It was a huge hit. Like the kids loved it. They mm-hmm. looked forward to it. Did it at the end of the week. Friday nights was like our night still is our night. Um, but that was great. But we also wanted to add this spiritual element to it. And uh, it was not on purpose, but like like we talked about the the hide and seek activity, mm-hmm. just after the activity, we were like, "Holy smokes! There's a beautiful gospel truth mm-hmm. to this that I've experienced in my salvation story, and it's very relatable to kids in a unique way that's mm-hmm. different than 
We read them Bible stories. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we memorize scripture. We do catechisms. We love those things. They're great resources. But this was unique in that it's connecting fun mm-hmm. and an activity and experience mm-hmm. to a biblical truth. Mm-hmm. So when we when we connected that biblical truth, um, that's when we felt like, okay, this is the piece that's that's kind of adding the spiritual element. So we're having fun together as a family, mm-hmm. uh, in hopes with this idea that if we're doing this from the time they're young into their teenage years, we're having fun together and we're asking these questions to unfold the family activities. Like we're just naturally the people, you know, that they come to when they have hard things going mm-hmm. on in life, when they yeah. experience challenges, things they mm-hmm. don't understand. Uh, we've got that emotional relationship, but also that deep spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. I love that because that totally builds a, a environment mm-hmm. of welcoming, no matter what you bring. Because mm-hmm. I know sometimes kids may feel like, well, I can't tell mom and dad this because of mm-hmm. it's a negative emotion. Mm-hmm. But it's like you're allowing kids mm-hmm. to express all emotions or mm-hmm. all thoughts or all mm-hmm. questions, bringing any question to the table mm-hmm. on yeah. spiritual matters. And you've developed that environment to do that for the long run. And that's what I love. That's what I was going to say too. It creates an environment where you're proactive, not reactive. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of the spiritual conversations, if you will, are, especially as your kids get older, are reactive. Like, hey, someone at school said this, or someone at my school doesn't believe that God exists. And so it's reactive. And that's part of parenting. It has to mm-hmm. react to you know the, the environment around you. But you guys are creating a culture where those conversations are being proactively uh, you know, pursued. And so I love that. I, I love that you guys, um, uh, that Unfold the Family creates that environment. Okay, so here's my question. Y'all had a family fun night. And then at what point were you like, hold on. <laughs> This could go outside our family. Months later, he brought that first one up. He did. That's when we, that was, I think that's when we knew we had something. Because mm-hmm. after the first one, we started writing these out just for our family. But then two, it was probably two months later, we were doing, uh, I think, our F260 plan. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, I don't know if we were in Luke, because the, the theme verse was Luke 19.10. But um, he was like, Dad, Mom, that's just like how every, our activity, everyone wants to be found. And it was just like, boom, that's mm-hmm. it, buddy. You know, he remembered it. <laughs> yeah, so, and it was like a, at least two months major after that, win. probably. So we yeah. started writing all of these. And then, uh, yeah, I guess two or three months later, we thought, you know, this has been a great resource for us. It may be a great resource for other families that want to engage their children mm-hmm. in a really unique way. So what's happening now with Unfold the Family? Where are we at? What, mm-hmm. are, what are things you're hearing from others now that you've launched? Yes. We're, we've we've gone through all like the process of yes. how y'all yeah. got here, what it is. But now that you've launched, like, what's happening now? Well, um, we launched in August, and yeah. uh, so now it's been really fun. It was a little bit nerve wracking at first because you know yeah. you work on this for like a whole year, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, which we had like a group, uh, like a beta group of families that tested it kind of for us before we officially. Um, launched it uh, but it's kind of like okay we're putting this out there in front of everybody now um, like okay Lord like just do what you want with it you know mm-hmm. so it was an interesting feeling of just kind of like handing that over to him and like okay we just want to steward this however you want us to mm-hmm. we're putting this out there now just help us know what to do with it next kind of thing so I feel like we're kind of in that stage of like what's the next step of obedience mm-hmm. in it yeah um, and like, what is he asking us to do with it next? So we're trying to just get it in front of people. Um, and, 
a lot of people from our area um, have subscribed, which has been really fun to mm-hmm. see that. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, we're just kind of, I think, trying to take it step by step. And someone gave us some really good advice. You know, whenever you start something like this, it might not always, it's not, it's the long game. Like yeah. you have to just um, be patient and like, let the, you know, be patient through the process, I yeah. guess. And so that's what we're trying to do is just trust the Lord through it and just, you know, the thing from Frozen, do the next right thing, you know? <laughs> like, that's kind yes. of what comes to you my mind, you know? Deep, <laughs> so, deep theology yeah. from Frozen that's 2. Right. I love that's that. That's right. That's right. But no, so. that is true. That's 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 a, that's a great point. You know, uh, victory is not often viral. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's mm-hmm. long, steady obedience in the same direction, mm-hmm. as Dallas Willard would say. But um, Yeah. I think sometimes people will dream dreams or be like, this is what I should do, but then they don't know how to get there. They don't know what that might look like in the future, or they don't know the steps to getting there. Mm-hmm. And so I think I want to hear when y'all finally were like, were you both, look? did y'all like look at each other and say, okay, we're going to do this? Or did one come to the other first? And then, like, what were your steps after that? Like, did you pray on it for a little bit? Or were Mm. you like, no, this is exactly what the Lord wants us to do. Let's go. I feel like, uh, (laughs) I feel like you kind of came to me, like, because we had done it some, you know. And um, so, and, you know, like, I've just, we're going through the, every day. We've got four (laughs) kids, you know. And he's like, hey, like, I really want to, like, pursue this. Like, I think this is, you know, and it, and obviously, like, you can just tell like the Lord is in it, you know, and it's, and it's needed, mm-hmm. like it's a needed yes. thing. Mm-hmm. And so it was just cool to see, um, how the Lord just kind of gave it to us, you know? Um, and then we've just kind of gone from there. What do you yeah. think? I would say I'm very aware of my flaws so I can be very <laughs> critical of myself, but this is, uh, one thing that I felt very compelled that like, mm-hmm. this is from the Lord and it has been the whole time because mm-hmm even the idea of like unfold that word like i didn't just think that up like it was almost like a Mm -hmm. gift you know and that perfectly articulates exactly what we want to do as parents with Mm -hmm. our children and their hearts unfold their hearts um but also too i heard uh it's actually john tyson uh, at our retreat when all of this was coming together um he talked about having holy ambition, like not mm-hmm. just having conviction about something, but like that conviction bringing you into a place to where you're like, I'm going to do something about it. And that's where kind of going back to the fight, that's where it was like, okay, I'm going to fight. I feel like mm-hmm. this is from the Lord. This mm-hmm. is this is going to help build other families, uh, not just our own and accomplish um, a really some really unique things mm-hmm. in the family and in their spiritual lives. And uh, that was part of that process, yeah. I think, of just like, we're going to take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's been scary, too, yeah. because <laughs> we have four kids, uh, <laughs> I work full time. We've got, you know, we're discipling others. We're involved in the church. Like, we're doing a lot of things that are phenomenal. But this is like, we're building uh, mm-hmm. an entire company, really. I mean, yeah. it's an yeah. entire <clears throat> thing yeah. mm-hmm. and you know going into it mentally i'm like oh this will take like two or three weeks and yeah. you know it's like nine months later yeah. this will be easy yeah. Yeah. yeah so and i think that's too it's like you have to keep 
like focused on the obedience part because it's really yes. easy to get bogged down with oh this is taking a long time mm-hmm. a lot longer than we thought like that didn't turn out like we thought it was going to like and so it's just like keeping your focus on okay like this is the calling that god has placed on our hearts so we have to just keep moving forward yeah. one of the reasons we want we wanted to do the Ways Wild podcast is we want to inspire and equip people to follow the wild way of Jesus. And you said something that's super key because I think a lot of times we get good ideas, but there's a difference between a good idea and a God idea. And this was not just a good idea. This was a God idea. And you have to fall back on that calling so often when you're pursuing those risks, those ventures, those kingdom callings. Um, because if you don't, then yeah, a good idea will kind of, you know, just kind of just fade out uh, but a god idea it's a calling it, mm-hmm. and and so it pers- it's there's a pursuit mm-hmm. after it and so i think that's super helpful for people listening who are like you know um may want you know may have kids may not have kids but they like man i have this idea this passion or this vision mm-hmm. and uh to really decipher between is this just a good idea that i had you know while i was you know eating mexican food on a wednesday night mm-hmm. or is this something God is uniquely calling us? I don't know why that was the <laughs> most most people well, most the best ideas come uh, from eating Mexican on a Wednesday night. I, I mean, y'all y'all may not clearly. know that, but yeah, exactly. That's where the creativity uh, really knew happens. That. <laughs> Common knowledge. Well, guys, so. we love y'all. We think the world of both of you, and yes. we haven't even gotten into like this is like tip of the iceberg for the Ellers. I mean, we could talk for uh, two or three more podcasts about their generosity, their just their love yeah. for Jesus. Mm. Uh, we could talk about a lot of things, their love for adventure. You guys have taken some incredible trips. We've taken some incredible trips together. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. One, so thank you. But you where gonna... where can people find information about Unfold the Family? If they're like, okay, I want to look more into this. Yeah, so you can check us out at unfoldthefamily.com. Mm unfoldthefamily.com <laughs> UNFOL I'm just kidding <laughs> um, and then <laughs> wow. on Instagram our um, what do you call it <laughs> your handle yes your handle? that's it that's right <laughs> we're very tech savvy <laughs> yeah. we I run the social media call us on our landline our Instagram handle is at, un- at Unfold the Family. And then on Facebook, you can find our page, Unfold the Family, and you can follow us there too. Yeah. Check it out. Yep. I love it. Okay. Yep. Here's the last question that we ask everyone What is your favorite place in the wild? And y'all can have different answers. Ooh. Different answers. Yeah. Oh, we do, because we didn't tell each other. Ooh. Oh, so you're going to discover. I don't, yeah. don't want to know what Bailey would say. Oh, I've got a good one. So <laughs> it's, a little, a, it's a little question. bit of a backstory. Oh. oh, you guys first. Is this like have to be? Can it be like a place that you one time went, or does it have to, have to be like your go-to place in the wild? Either way, up for okay, interpretation. Okay. Cool. okay. So my backstory is like in counseling. Whenever I was doing some things, my counselor had once asked me like. Um, where's your safe place or whatever. So whatever popped into my head, one of the first things that popped in my head was just me. Because growing up, we used to, I think this is where I came from, growing up as a kid, every year, my family always at the same, at Memorial Weekend, we always go to the river where my grandpa grew up. And so there's this, um, I had this like visual image of just me sitting by like this, like, it's not a huge river. So like a creek river with just like rock bed and then just like trees on the other side. And that was like my place that I felt like this is my safe place. Like me and God just sitting there, Mm. just like taking it in, just like being like at peace. And um, so anyway, that's probably like being there is like one of my favorite places. And then just picturing that in my head. Wow. 
like that it. makes so much sense. Yeah. I love it too. What can I ask like yeah. what creek or river that is? Yes, that is the Caddo River. Oh yeah. In yes, South Arkansas. Arkansas. On the Caddo so, River. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of memories. A lot of Arkansas. good memories there. My grandpa's since passed, so it's a really special place too for me. So yeah. Nate, where are you going? All right. So uh we went we got to go to the Tetons a couple years ago. Let's go. Teton National Park. And one of the things that we did there was rented side by sides. And you can drive them in the national forest there. Mm-hmm. So we get out there and there's just like hundreds, thousands of acres of just mountains and nobody. And once you kind of get you get into the park, but you can like it's hard to explain, but you can essentially keep going past like the first massive just like section and you can drive over this ridge and we i actually don't know if we were allowed to do this we were i don't think we were but (laughs) we like i think we we maybe even prayed about it because we were like (laughs) are we gonna get arrested like can we do this or not so it was it was wild (laughs) for sure but uh it really was but we drive over this like kind of mountain range Mm -hmm. and get on the other side of it and it's like whenever you like peak there you get over and mountains like surrounding you on every side zero sign of civilization at the bottom we drive down to this uh just beautiful rock bed river that's probably a hundred yards wide but Mm -hmm. you know doesn't get over your knees just gorgeous and we just parked down there and just sat and Mm -hmm. talked and sometimes didn't talk and there's Mm -hmm. just like there's no one around just Mm -hmm. thousands of miles Mm -hmm. of nature but it was the most uh it was unique to me because it felt the most like just like raw nature yes that i've ever experienced my entire life yeah that was really cool favorite place i've ever been to i love Mm -hmm. that well guys thank you again for joining us we love y'all and we are praying big things for unfold the family yeah amen stay wild and y'all are very special to us so thank y'all so much for having us yes. well, we'll, we'll pay y'all for saying that thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah. make it out to unfold the family <laughs> <laughs> kidding. kidding love you guys thanks Thank you again for listening to the Way is Wild podcast. We hope today's episode inspired and equipped you to follow the wild way of Jesus. If you love the Way is Wild podcast, please take a quick moment to subscribe and leave a happy review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And please share this with a friend. If you want more of The Way is Wild, you can visit our website at thewayiswild.com and also sign up for our monthly Inspire letter. Until next time, friends, let's take what we've learned together and follow Jesus into the wild.